A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, it's Lainey, and welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast with Sasha Answers. Hi, how are you feeling? I'm okay, but I love that you were like, you walked in the door and you're like, I need to leave soon. Do, yeah. do not infect if me. If this podcast is a wee short, it's because I want to get the fuck out of this <laughs> like death hole. Like Yasik sitting here with his t-shirt over his mouth and nose. And I contemplated bringing you contemplated an Asian, wearing an Asian your specialty. hazmat suit in yeah. here. A little uh, face mask. Um, so over the last few episodes we have turned Sasha answers into a little like true crime podcast because of your jury journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, so should I'm we sorry. just tell the bad news? The bad yeah. news is I didn't get picked, but I did get three days of potential. Right. Something. What I don't, I don't know what you'd call that, but I got three days of taste of the legal system. I wasn't like, I was, I will say I was very frustrated for you because I, 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 you didn't even get to like audition. Nope. I like, didn't get to go in and say words or look anybody in the eye. Yeah. Which was sad for me. Like, but do you know how close I was? And I know, sorry if that's my dog. So yeah, the scraping's the dog. Yeah. And he's also frustrated for me. He's so mad that yeah. he's fucking scraping at his bed. He's like, why the fuck wasn't <laughs> Sasha chosen? No, no. And not I even chosen. You didn't even get Stop to rubbing be it chosen. In. Like, cho- whatever. <laughs> I just feel bad. I don't want people to be like bored by this, but I just need them to also be invested in my life. Like I'm invested in theirs. And this was a really heartbreaking moment for me that I didn't get chosen. But let me say, so the third fucking day, right? You guys know about the first, you know about the second. The third day, I was supposed to be called in and I would know by 10.05 whether they needed to replace jurors or not. Then cut to three hours later, we're still in the room because something fucked up has happened with the jurors. So everyone's like, oh my God, okay, like who's dropping out? How many have dropped out? So the drama was there and I was so fucking excited and then cut to, yes, and then two more hours later, they were like, "Uh, we don't need you. Everything's been figured out. And the whole, honestly, the whole group of 20 people stood up and and like, were like, yay. And I looked at them. I was like, you fucking assholes. I was actually so mad. And I'm, this is not for play. I was so mad. You wanted and, to give back to your country. Yes. And can we also, and they would always say that to the people that were working for the court system when they yeah. were like, I'm sorry for the wait, but like you're doing this for your country. And I felt so much fucking pride. I was like, fucking damn straight I am. This is amazing. But we should talk about the actual crime. No, the before actual- that, I just oh. want to talk about the yeah. fact that I would be frustrated. I understand the legal system is set up this way and they have their reasons, but like Not to compare things always to show business, but let's say you're auditioning for a part or you are seeing like several actors for a lead role Mm -hmm. and 50 of them come in, you see all 50 to make sure like you don't leave anything on the table. That is they not left the way me on the table. they did leave you on the table. Like, you know what? If you, if they had brought you into the little box and asked those questions and then they were like, no, thanks. You know, we think that you are not a suitable jury member. Fine. But you didn't even get, I, I didn't, you get, didn't even get to prepare your no. monologue. No. And I had one already. 
which was like, I do have health. Judge, I do have health issues actually, but I will forego them. I will make sure that my doctor appointments are after. Like I was ready to be like lay it out yeah. on the line. But if I were a defendant or whatever, someone whose life was on the line with this trial, I would be like, who else did they leave on the table? Right? Right? They left a bunch of people. I mainly just I mean, me. not that I intend to, but like, please, please, please let me never be on trial because I, that's what I would be thinking about the whole time. I would be like, there's a pool of 400 like potential jury members and not all of them were interviewed and I don't know what they've left out there. Someone who could save my life. Exactly. I could have saved fucking life. So can we talk about the lives okay, or although life <laughs> that I could is, have saved? I do not want to be lumped into the same category as the people who are like on trial <laughs> <laughs> that you could have. Right. Like, okay, this was, it's basically you were auditioning to be a jury member for the most high profile murder trial in Canada right now. Yes. Like a crazy Intense. two defendants. Oh my God. And it's the second time I think they're standing trial for, for murder, murder in like two years. Yes. Like, yeah, these are not very I don't want to nice get people. into super detail because exactly, they're not, allegedly nice people, but um, it had everything I wanted in a trial. And I think now that anyone, I, I don't know, are we, Lainey, are we allowed to talk about this? Well, like, did you have to sign something? No, say, there was okay, no. Okay, then no. Well, like, yeah, you can talk okay. about it. So it was, um, it happened five years ago. They're just coming to trial now. There are two alleged murderers um, for the missing body of a woman named Laura Babcock. And what's uh, so unfortunate but it is really so interesting. One of the defendants is actually representing himself, which has been like a, another interesting layer in the news. Cut to everybody and their motherfucker are live tweeting about this trial. And like a desperate girlfriend who can't understand that her boyfriend has broken up with her, I can't understand that the jury system of Canada has broken up with me. So I keep on going on Twitter every day and following the trial as it is going live, you're which is still so a jury desperate. member. You're, yes. you're acting as a jury member. I'm still. a girlfriend who got dumped, and I can't get that together in my head. I'm. You came so close. I know. And but I know. But I yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't is it matter. Because, <laughs> is it because your last name starts like? Is it no. alphabetical? No. They, they didn't get to the T's. No. It was just random. It was all random picking. Well, anyway, I'm glad, and I keep on. I was so upset the day, and I I, I sound like I'm. A, I'm being dramatic, but I was, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I was actually really like mad and upset. And my mom had to like calm me down. She's like, it's okay. Like the same mom things that they would say, like, don't worry. It just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Right. And it's true. Like it wasn't mine to have. Well, yeah. I don't want another one. So it's not, I don't even want to will another jury selection. Well, look, it's going to happen. Now that you don't want it anymore. I don't then, want it. <laughs> I now don't that, fucking want it. Now that you've said you don't want it and you're not interested anymore, you're going to get it. Yasik was very happy for you. I know. Yasik, why were you happy for You me? weren't happy for you, but no. Yasik was really happy You'd for you. He thinks I would be haunted by that it, shit. It's, and truly, I've actually dreamt about it. I've gotten up in the middle of the night at 4 a.m. and I think about it still. I think about it. I think about the trial. About what I've read, right? What I've been like reading online in newspapers. What do and you think it would have been like Twitter? making eye contact with him? Really, I've thought about that. That's what actually keeps me up in the morning is… Because um, I tell you right… I'll tell you right now. I think he did it. He did the other… Like, oh. Like, uh, I… Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's already been found guilty. There's two of them, by the way. They've already okay, been yeah, found guilty. Yeah. Um, they've already been found guilty of, like, 
you know, a previous murder. And that was, I mean, I have no sympathy for this person, but then you have to just look at the evidence. I get it. But like that, to me, thinking that he did it, well, he did the previous one, which he's already guilty for. And if he's looking me in the eye, I'm like, oh my God, like I don't think I've ever been looked in the eye by a murder before, knowingly, knowingly. Me neither. And so that would, that's part of what my mom was saying. Also the other layer of it being, um, I actually don't, like even when I was reading the Twitter feeds of um, like journalists talking about the cross-examination and all that kind of stuff. I actually cried at my desk when um, they were um, – when the defendant was examining – cross-examining the um, the woman's father. Oh, no. And I actually was crying at my desk via a tweet. So I was like, fuck, you know what? Actually, I probably wasn't made for this. <laughs> like they probably would have been like, who's that crying bitch? Okay, but so the defendant slash attorney, because yes. he was representing himself, yeah. had to talk to the father of the woman of he the, allegedly murdered. Yes. That poor man, yeah. like the father. Yeah. Like Yasik is making hand signals right now because he is saying if he was the father, he would probably have leapt out of the witness yes. box and killed him. Yes. Um, are allegedly. You, yes. Allegedly. <laughs> yes. And Yasik is also making rage eyes. So yeah. maybe let's – and he's shaking his head and he looks really upset. Look what you've done, Sasha. I'm so sorry. Look what you've brought into this house in this podcast. <laughs> well, this house is already fucking filled with nasty shit. Oh, Yasik's disease. getting really emotional. Do we need oh, to take I, a break? I, I couldn't fucking yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. He's getting really up. emotional. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on to other people's emotions, <laughs> okay. shall we? Yeah. Um, all right. First question. I have a question about friend code. I'll try and make it as concise as possible. Jay and I have been friends for over a decade. We went to high school together and now are in university together and have always been tight. She's not my best friend, but we are very close. I started dating M two years ago and after a rocky time together, drunk fights, jealousy, we broke up late summer. I know he wasn't the one, but I'm not over him yet, and there are times where I do wish we could have had a do-over to see if I could make it work. The problem is that now Jay and M have a class together, and now they study together and have become, quote-unquote, friends. I know this because last I know this because last month she asked me to meet for coffee and wanted to lay it out on the table that although we are friends and that she has my back, that her and M have been hanging out and and, they, and she doesn't want me to take their friendship out of context. But I can't help but take it out of context because why does she have to go and be friends with him? M was never M was never really in our friend group before and now I see him basically every weekend because Jay invites him to the same parties that I'm at. It's really hard to see M all the time, especially when I look over and Jay and M are all friendy in a corner. I'm mad and jealous and I'm not sure what to do. Can I tell Jay not to see M anymore? She has so many friends. Why does M have to be one of them? Any advice would be appreciated. What a stinky ass friend fucking our writer has. I feel like we this comes up a lot. Like, we haven't. I don't think we've even answered one of this uh, one of these questions before, have we? Probably. No, I feel like we. But anyway, so um, Jay is the writer. M is the friend. No, Jay is the friend, and M oh. is the guy. Okay, right. So, but so, we don't have a name for okay, our. Got it. Yeah. So you're calling Jay a stanky friend. I'm calling Jay a stanky friend mm-hmm. because come on, one of the perks of having friends is they'll have your back to hate your ex-boyfriend. Right. Right? Like that is one of the really good benefits. And the fact that Jay has turned her back on, what are you looking at? No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The fact that Jay, I feel like has sold out her friend to be friends with 
M, her ex-boyfriend, is fucking lame. It's fucking lame. I can tell you that, like, at least according to the dirty uh, romance novels I read, and a lot of them take place, like, when people Is this are- porn again? What? Or is this a dirt? Sorry, I can't decipher. Is this porn or is this dirty books? Like, same death. Words porn. <laughs> okay. Like, I, that's what you mean. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I've said many times. So just I say porn. Fucking dirty books, <laughs> porny yeah. books. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, this comes up a lot. Like, because, you know, this there's is a plot line. Well, I mean, these issues come up a lot because I like reading about college age people. Mm-hmm. and like how horny they get and then the dramas they get into. And these like situations happen all the time. Now, I don't know if these writers are basing it on like actual numbers and demographics of drama in colleges and universities across North America, but I imagine that this is, you know, you're getting drunk every weekend, you're meeting new people, you're hanging out on different floors of mm-hmm. different dorms, and then inevitably somebody fucks somebody else's ex and sure, whatever. So, and then it gets really sexy. <laughs> but this chick, Jay, ha- isn't in it for Dick with M. She wants to just be friends right now. But friends is what she's saying. Well, I think both you, like both of us can read Jay's plan here. Like yeah. Jay has a plan. Like this is, she's laying some groundwork. Okay, right? good. Yes. Shonda Rhimes would say she's laying track. Yeah. Um, although she says it like in a story narrative way, but right. this is the story. Yes. This is the story that's coming. I think yes. everybody fucking listening out there is, knows what Jay's up yes. to. So I guess what I would appreciate is just for Jay to just come out, come right out and be like, hey, we're friends now, but like, you know, I rub myself off when I think about <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> or like yeah. I fantasize about Kim kissing me. Yeah. And I, you know, I want it to happen soon. I can see it's going there. Like, yeah. let's put it out there. Don't yeah. give a half truth. Yeah, but she clearly is a bit shady. So that's why she hasn't come out to say that. Exactly. So what do you deal, how do you deal with a friend who's like, dude, like chill. I'm just friends with your ex. Like, can we just like, is that cool? Well, for me, I even think about like, I, I'm a married woman. Mm-hmm. And if you started to be friends with my ex-boyfriend, who I have not seen in probably close to a decade, yeah, I would still be like, fuck you, Lainey. Don't fucking hang out with him. And that's crazy. I know that. But sometimes you have to like… No, uh, no I'm on the side of hating him. Okay, good, 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 right? good. Like hating, I, no, hating her. Hey, I'm on the side of hating the guy. Oh, M, but uh, but I want you to hate Jay too. I guess is what well, I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. Like <laughs> that's that's what you you said at the beginning. Like your friends should stand next to you and hate the people you yes. used to date. Yes. Like, but I would not allow you to be friends with the ex boyfriend. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, I think it's different in our – oh, I don't know. Maybe in our circles it's different. It, it, it isn't different. Like, because 
she had a class with that guy mm-hmm. and they're like studying together and whatnot. Like it's easy to avoid people when you're not in school and you don't have classes. That's what's complicated. Okay, but even if you worked with my ex, I would be like, don't do that. Like don't have – don't, please. And I wouldn't. Like right. if you and Corey <laughs> broke up, I hate Corey forever. Of course. And like, like sucks. Yeah, he's never allowed anywhere near your website yes. devoted yes, to hating him. Totally. <laughs> Thank you. And that's what friends should do. And I think that's the message we need. Well, this to send is our not reader, what's happening here. Too late. So what should she do? Because at this point, it's too late. So now it's about saving face. As you know, like I am all about don't let people know you're bothered. Right. So now you know that, I mean, in Sasha's mind, Jay is not a true friend. Right? In this scenario, no. In my mind, I think she's right now, like she would be a truer friend in my mind if she would just come right out and say and give you the 100 instead of the 50. But she's only giving the 50. So, so if she's only 50? giving the 50, then like you said already, she's not your best, best friend. Yeah. She was just a really good friend. Now you know. Like you've got you've well, got some 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 red flag to put in the file. And that's what I think it is too. Like you put that shit in your back pocket and you now know what kind of person she is in these kind of situations. She's not someone who actually has your back, right? And like, do I want to quote my Angelou right now? Of course I do. <laughs> Which is, I know. come on. If someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. It's so cheesy, but it's true. And in this case, this is applies. So just know that. I would gently keep some distance and I would look really fucking great every time you see him at the parties. Can I Can I just like – I think too that, you know, part of the reason why – um, I love horny books about people this age is because the drama is so hilarious because at this age, like everything is magnified mm-hmm. and everything is blown up to like urgent levels. Yes. So <laughs> I get it. Like for you out there, you feel like this is your thing. This is your issue right now. And you go to parties and you see them and it's like biting your ass. But part of the reason it is, is because like – you haven't gotten over him by getting on somebody else yet. Yes. Like, this is like the mature woman slant, right? (laughs) Which is go sit on someone else's face (laughs) and look good doing it. Like, it, it's not supposed to work because all the books about healing and self-actualization say love yourself and be comfortable within yourself and all that is true. But in my experience, <laughs> right, that, you'll stop caring as much as you do as soon as like something else is distracting you. So true. Part of what we're doing here is helping you just not be so pissed off about it. Yeah. And you won't be as pissed off about it if you find a distraction. Amen. Safely, with consent. Protection. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. Um, I've been dating someone for just over a year who I love very much. He's not given me a reason to doubt him, I think. My first love declared I love you within one month, then abruptly said he no longer loved me via text and left my possessions on the sidewalk outside his apartment. What the fuck? So this was a past relationship of hers. A few years later, I met a charming guy and fell in love. After less than a year of dating, I learned through a complete stranger that he was still with his girlfriend from high school. Now I'm er- I'm in my early 30s and happily dating for a little over a year. Um, what is by all appearances a great guy. I hang out with his friends. We go to weddings. We plan future trips. 
I've met his family, and I'm so ashamed to find myself uncomfortable now over a female friend of his. He mentions her a lot. He sometimes says that he doesn't even like her partner. And when we first met, it seemed like she was competitive with me. He says that they have no history, and I can see two possibilities with an annoying gray area in between. I'm reading too, am I reading too much into a friendship, or has my history of ignoring signs a wash and repeat? I want to be less scared and closed, but is this something to bring up with him? How do you address reactions based on past emotional trauma with someone who hasn't traumatized you yet? Wow. That's interesting. It is interesting because I can see both sides. Yeah. Like given the past and how certain people have fucked her over, yeah, she's probably walking around with a little bit of a wound. And and also being like, I will make sure that if I ever see a sign, I yes. will act on it. Yes. Yeah. Um, But I also have like – you know, the friend in his life is pinging me too. Right. Is she pinging you? <laughs> I'm getting some pings. Right. From that situation. Right. So I don't know. Let's talk this through. This is interesting. I, um, I kind of am of like the mindset that if someone's going to fuck you over, like if the person that you're dating is going to cheat on your ass, he's just going to, he or she is just going to cheat on your ass. Like there's not many things you can do uh, when you are with a sleazy person. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You can check all the fucking text messages. You can fucking side-eye the friends. You can just be like paranoid of everything. But at the end of the day, he's still going to fucking cheat on your ass. You know, even if you do try to think that you're taking precautions. And for right now, I feel like um, to our writer, like you're with a good guy. He happens to have a friend that's a girl. But it's not like you didn't mention like she's with you every weekend, that she's like calling him incessantly. Like, you know, he doesn't like the guy that she's with. Okay, that's fair. That's what friends do. They judge who, who their friends are dating. And she was uh, a little bit maybe cold with you. But that's also fair because you are kind of new in his life and she's probably just trying to protect her friend as well. So instead of like uh, freaking out over it and like losing sleep over it, I think the best strategy would be like, try to befriend her a bit. Like try to win her over um, or try to get to know her so that you can put aside any potential animosity that could be coming from her. Um, well, I would say too that in their relationship, I want to know what the communication is. Mm -hmm. Like has she disclosed to him how badly she's been hurt in the past? Mm -hmm. Right? Like Probably if you're moving being forward, you kind of have to just put – your baggage on the table. Like, hey, yes. this is what happened. Um, my furniture and belongings ended up on a sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little bit scarred from that. Yeah. Yeah. So can we work together to move like move me along? Like I realize that I have issues. You probably have some issues, but like, you know, it I think it's I know what you're saying, but the examples that she's given aren't any red flags to me. He said he didn't like her boyfriend. And he talks about her all the time. Is that what she said? Yeah. Stand by. Let me read that again. All right. I'll Sorry. stand by. I've had a little bit of hard alcohol in my brain. No bueno right now. She says he mentions her a lot, which is like, okay, but like I mention you to Corey a lot because you're my friend. Like that's normal. That's above board. I would be scared if he wasn't mentioning her a lot, to be quite honest with you. That's the flip side of it. Um, and yeah, he doesn't like her uh, boyfriend, fine. And uh, that's about it. Like that's that to me is above board. 
I wouldn't get I wouldn't get my panties in a twist about it. I would keep my eye on it. If her spidey senses are tingling, fine. Let but them what's tingle wrong on. With, like, what's wrong with coming into the relationship being open about your insecurities? Of course she should. I just imagine that a year into this, meeting family, going on trips, planning your future, you've probably said, hey, buddy, uh, I've been fucking janked by two prior Oh, I boyfriends. don't think so. Oh, okay, no. Okay. Like I have, so I have now, I, I know of relationships and then I've seen now people hardly knowing each other. Okay. After a year, even if they're planning trips and meeting family members. Like it's, I don't know that people are talking in the way that we, we say that you should be talking. Okay. Okay. Then that's, that's good advice then to our writer. If you haven't yet, then I would, I would let, it's time to get ugly. Yeah. Like show off, show off the parts of yourself that you might be like not so proud of. Yeah. Or just not even that you're not so proud of that you just feel um, insecure about or have, you know, some weakness about past relationships that um, might make you feel insecure in this one. Maybe yeah. it's because I've heard so many dating horror stories too lately about like not knowing someone until, you know. It's yeah, too late. It's too late. So I I get it. Like I, I want her to be safe, but I also think that once you open yourself up to love, as corny as this sounds, it means you have to open yourself up to love, mm-hmm. make yourself vulnerable. And part of that is, as you say, Sash, trust it. Like if someone's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. You can't, you can't prevent it. You might as well go whole hog into a relationship. But number two is to lay it out and like explain your behaviors and explain your insecurities and pr- explain your perspective. Yeah. The only way to do that is to kind of, you know, you don't have to go into like, how much you love the guy or whatever. But hey, I was really into this guy who told me he loved me and then my furniture ended up on the sidewalk. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I, I, yeah, I think that that's um, – I think that that is a, like at least – A good first step. A good muscle to exercise yes. in the relationship. I don't know that how, how that's going to set you back anyway. Agreed. Good luck. Yeah, keep us posted and keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaineyGossip.com. Um, I'm going to actually now pour rubbing alcohol into my system because I feel <laughs> like I'm getting sick just from being in this fucking disgusting environment. Bless you. I love you. So, Yasik even like Swiffered and clean before you came over. I, what did I say when I came here? It smells like sick. It doesn't smell like sick. It smells like clean. <laughs> Cleaner. Clean mixed because it's trying to mask the dis- – don't cough right now. Okay, Bye. <laughs> Bye. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.